Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your host, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about everything horror, even when we're late. <laughs> My name is Justin. My name is Brandon. And welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for joining yeah, we us. Had, <laughs> yeah, we, we had some uh, scheduling issues and whatnot, and we just couldn't make our official usual date. Yeah. But hopefully we're close enough that we didn't lose all our audience. <laughs> all 20 of you that <laughs> come yes. back every week. We thank you guys, guys yeah. very much. Um, Better than nothing. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, I will take... Um, yeah, we yeah. definitely want to thank you guys for uh, yeah joining us late, as we said. Um yeah, welcome on in. Kind of lost my train of thought there, but let's... Okay. <laughs> uh, so this week, uh, off the back of Get Out, we are talking some uh, of our favorite horror twists. Uh-huh. I don't think we're going to do any time stamping, but I know all but one of mine are uh, movies that we have covered. Right. And I don't know if we've covered many of yours. Um, the only movie that I have on my list that we've covered because i i believe i did my five i went with five i have a few honorable mentions two of them are episodes we covered one of them was on your list so i removed it Hmm. um everything else is not on there a few of them i'd like to cover in the future but yeah Yeah. um so like i said i i don't think we'll probably do timestamps in the description unless brandon's feeling generous no so he usually isn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh so we'll just kind of give you a bit of a spoiler warning and if you want to pause it fast forward you know that is your prerogative but this is all about the best twists in horror movies i.e the endings of horror movies Uh for the most part so if you don't want them spoiled this is your blanket spoiler warning for all the movies that we are going to cover. Maybe we could put the movies we're going to cover in the description. We can. to give away the lead. Um, but... Honestly, no. Um, you let me... When you uh, do your movie, I'll do my best to timestamp it. Because I oh. generally have to cut out a few seconds in the beginning just to kind of clean it up a little bit. Um, okay. But I will do my best to timestamp. Just ignore my clicking in the background, please, listeners. Always do. Not you, them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I'm just so used to ignoring you. It's just tough. All right, so uh, I did a ranking, as I always do, because I just can't help myself. So I'm going to start with my number four. I only did four because I'm not that clever, I guess. Do you want uh, me to start then and do an honorable mention, and then you can start with your actual list? Sure. Okay, so... um. My honorable mention that I will do. Uh, I, I don't have these ranked either. I should I should have ranked them. Um, I will say my honorable mention will be Orphan. I have not seen Orphan. So, okay. Well, then we'll <laughs> do. Do you, do you want me to say? <laughs> no, I go ahead. I don't have any plans <clears throat> to see it in the future. Okay. So, the twist in that movie kind of caught me off guard. It is. A husband and wife, I believe Patrick Wilson. Um, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, um, 
I'm actually going to look this up real quick because I want to say that the cast, at least the husband and wife, were somewhat well-known. Yeah, okay, it wasn't him. It was uh, the other part to that, uh, Vera Farmiga Hmm. and Peter Sarsgaard. They played the husband and wife, and they adopt, I believe, what they think is to be somewhere around a nine nine-year-old ten-year-old a young girl but she's not um she's not old i don't think she's double digits but you know older than what you would kind of expect somebody to adopt Mm. and so you know they take her home and you know weird shit's kind of happening and then you know plot twist you find out that she when she kind of starts to try to seduce the dad and you're like wait if i'm remembering this right i think the movie came out in 2009 um, was it? Yeah, 2009. And I don't think I've seen it since 2010. <laughs> she is actually an older woman with like a, ge- a degenerative disease who kind of plays the orphan role to kind of hmm. fuck with people. She got Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, so it says a husband and wife who recently lost their baby adopted a nine year old girl who is not nearly as innocent as she appears, is the tagline. It. I don't remember it being a horrible movie because it, it is definitely kind of um, frustrating when you're watching it just like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I didn't see that twist coming at all. Fair enough. All right. So you're, and I didn't even timestamp myself, but <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh well. Uh, my number four is the movie that we covered quite a while back Identity. Ooh. So um, hold on here just a second. I'm behind. Um, identity. I know. So you want to explain? I mean, we covered it in the episode. So if you haven't listened no. to that, oh, I typed Oprah. God damn it. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. I'll do a quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, summation while you're fucking around on the clacky clacks <laughs> over there. God damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. So a bunch of people uh, are stranded at this motel because of a really bad storm. And one by one, they start to die in pretty horrific, horrible manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, some seem by coincidence and chance. Some are very deliberate. And we whittle down to figure out uh, who's actually killing them and why. Right. And the big twist is not only is everything at the motel happening to the multiple personalities in Malcolm's head which is a big enough twist. So right. this, all the stuff that's happening that we've watched this entire movie isn't actually happening. Yeah. But also the killer personality is the little kid, which is Tommy. Yeah. Which is uh it it if you're not expecting that and you're you know you find out that it's a it's a kid doing all this shit, mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, Okay. That's creepy. Yeah, that sucks. Of course, don't get a second chance. No. <laughs> that line. Get a spade to the face. Yeah, that line when he's like, whores don't get a second chance. I'm like, fuck, man. All right. <laughs> don't kill Amanda Peach. She's great. Yeah. Like, have you not seen the whole nine to ten yards? Exactly. Saving Silverman? Yeah. Other things that she's been Other stuff that, that are also good? Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like, oh my God, the greatest but i just always thought it was so clever and an interesting you know twist that you don't see coming which is why i ended up doing it as one of my first movies when we started doing this show yeah that that makes sense um 
so I should have did this beforehand. I'm sorry. So um, my number four movie is going to be um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I need to watch that again. So it like it's a really good movie and I will watch anything with mm-hmm. John can uh John Candy, John Goodman, both. Both. Um, really. <laughs> yeah, both really. <laughs> but John Goodman, I am I'm just a huge fan and I've He's good, man. Uh yeah, he is he's great. <laughs> like and I just yeah, I would watch anything with him. But the crazy thing is, is like you're watching this movie and you kind of just think that he's crazy. You know, he's like, you know, can't mm. go outside. You know, you got to stay in here and th- you know, don't make a bunch of noise and this and that. And then he, she gets to the end. We get to the end of the movie and she goes outside and it's like, oh, he was being serious. Like everything that he said that's going on out there is really going on, but it was so far fetched. Mm. That you're like, there's no way that this is real. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, they tee it up like she gets in a car accident before anything has happened. Mm-hmm. Wake up, wakes up in this wacky guy's basement, like tied. I don't know if she's tied up or locked up or whatever. I don't remember if she is either. I think she might. It's been a while since I've seen that. I should probably rewatch that yeah. as well. But and then she just has to believe Goodman, and I think there's someone else in there with him. Yeah, and I think there's a a guy. I should rewatch yeah. that movie. It was good. We should pick it. <laughs> but yeah, we should, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, everything but, that's on my list, I would like to cover somewhat in the near future. Uh, yeah, we could. Yeah, we that's definitely the could. Power of this show. <laughs> the power is in our hands. Right but yeah, while I was hoping for a more direct sequel to Cloverfield because I love that movie, I've never seen that movie. Loser. I just watched it about a week ago. It's great. Must be nice to have that kind of time. It is. It Uh, is. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's really nice. Uh, You know, it was still a great movie that I still don't own, which is sad on me. Loser. Well, you haven't seen the original, so what do you you do? No. I like good movies. Thank you. I'm kidding. Obviously not, because you haven't watched the original. (laughs) All right, my number three... Is a mm-hmm. movie that we have not covered yet, so spoilers for that. And it okay. is the newer classic for Jordan Peele, Us. Ooh, which, which I, I just you to watch. Yeah, well, so you didn't force me. I needed I, to. I highly suggested you watch. So I needed to watch it. I really did. I owned it. I've owned it for a while, a while, and I haven't sat down to watch it. And I did, and I enjoyed it. I didn't. I liked. I did like Get Out much more, but I I, mm. I definitely am going to watch this one again, hopefully somewhat soon. I, I sent you the link of the video um, that I watched last night of um, all the little nods and Easter eggs and like just foreshadowing and all these kind of things that just like, I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. Like the, uh, yeah. the detail that, of everything that he put into that movie and the way that he like with the significance of the of the numbers 11 and 1111 and when um they're showing the VHS is next to the TV and it's got a VHS of Chud sitting there which is a very similar thing of underground dwelling like just so many different nods to just anything and it it, it it's just crazy that like I think 
I like the I like the movie fine, mm-hmm. but the effort that was put into the movie, I think I enjoy more. Makes sure. me enjoy it more. You know what I mean? Because it was something similar to I want to say some that we watched recently that I think I enjoyed the process more than the actual movie itself. Fair. Like just th- like thinking about what it went into it was just kind of mind bottling. Boggling. You know, like when your thoughts get trapped up in a bottle. You never. Okay, never mind. It, uh, it's from a. It's from. It's from a movie. I. You. The look on your face right now is just like what? No, Justin. You there? Yep. <laughs> okay. I thought I lost you again there for a second. There was an awkward like three second pause because I. I was, it was literally more than three seconds <laughs> on my. Well, when I was watching, well, I kept talking, yeah, and um. Because I, it paused at the worst time because you're like I did the mind bottling quote, and you're lo- like you were. Just... <laughs> it's it's from Blades of Glory. It's a Will Ferrell quote when he's like mind bottling, oh. and he's like, huh? <laughs> Continue. Okay. Yep. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, so for those that haven't seen it, essentially this family, uh, I'm pretty sure they go on vacation to this house in the woods it's not their actual house is it i don't know because they go to the beach so it's not far from the beach but it looks like it's in the west where the woods are very close to the beach in a lot of spots and so Mm -hmm. like i could they talk about it being in california being santa cruz yeah lost boy shout out like all that um and so they go to the beach and they're very close to that, but they do definitely have like this beach house that isn't necessarily on there. What are Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead and keep talking though. Um okay. but yeah, so they go they go to it's either their house or somebody else's, but they have yeah. pictures of like, you know, like they have the little <laughs> drawing of uh, mm-hmm. what looks to be Adelaide and the daughter. Right. I haven't watched this in a while, but it's like I say, it's it's either their house or their vacation house, and they are uh, their house is broken into by a doppelganger version of themselves. Right. Don't talk, can barely talk, just kind of grunt, except for the mom mm-hmm. uh, version who has this really squeaky, weird, whispery it's voice, like gravity ass voice but she yeah. talks like that like she <laughs> hasn't talked in decades perhaps yeah. <laughs> and so she's just having her vocal cords working again mm-hmm. would be my guess because basically it ends up that at the beginning when the main character got lost as a little girl she was kidnapped and forced to switch places with her doppelganger and so the actual main character was stuck underground the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the person we've been following the whole movie is the the other. And it also turns out that the government has created alternate versions of everyone on the planet to essentially try and control us. But the project was abandoned and these <laughs> doppelgangers were just left down there to fend for themselves. Which is And go fucked. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm kind of lost for words. I don't know what else to say about it. Like, yeah. I'm. Well, and that's. Think- 
something else to point out is that these are favorite twist movies, but it's also that the twist is so interesting and the movie is so good, much like Get Out, that you like you want to watch it again almost immediately. Yeah, like, these are the kind of movies where it ends and you go, wait, huh? And you have to yeah. watch it again and go, okay, like this is yeah. what's really happening here. And you appreciate it more the more you watch it because, like you say, you pick up the little nods and all the things that mean a lot more when you know what's going on the whole time. Yeah, I agree with that. I I wanted to watch it again, but after I watched like that 20-minute video where, um, <laughs> where I was talking about all the Easter eggy stuff like that, I'm like, I don't kind of pointed everything out. I think I'm good on watching it for a little bit, sure. but I definitely will revisit it. Somewhat soonish. Hmm. Um, my number three is Cabin in the Woods, which I definitely want to cover so- sooner rather than later. Um, so, for those that have not seen Cabin in the Woods, one I'd like to say, what are you done? Hmm. What's going on? Like how? Like it's it's such a fun movie that um, it's definitely not what you'd expect either. So. Yeah. The cab, uh, cabin in the woods, 2011. Uh, surprise! It's it's been ten years. Yeah. Like I mean, this it's is an older movie. It's before Hemsworth was like. Yeah, you know, this was. Hemsworth. Well, I mean, this is this is the same year that Thor came out. Yeah, and I think it was um, actually filmed a while before it act. You know, a couple years before it actually came out. Well, yeah, it I would have to right. be because that is not. That's not. That's not um, Thor. Thor. Hemsworth. No, not even close. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I remember right, it was filmed, and then they couldn't release it for a couple years for some reason, huh. and then it came out. Yeah, that that'll be definitely interesting to talk about when we when I definitely cover this movie. So, mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods: Five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargain for, discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. So. My favorite thing about Cabin in the Woods, it is a fun movie. It does have, like, this crazy plot point to it to where you're like, okay, um, they're exploring the cabin, they're figuring things out, and there's a bunch of, like, artifacts just littered throughout the place. And depending on which item you kind of gravitate towards brings out a certain type of monster villain character whatever that Mm -hmm. you have to try to survive against and so it's insane to watch when they try to you know they try to escape and then i think somebody tries to jump their bike over like this cliff into uh, the other side and kind of crashes into this force field barrier and then they get in there they, they actually get into the facility where all these monsters are housed. And the two guys, I, I can't remember their names. Um, I think one of them... So it was uh, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford. Oh, shit. Um, Citizen uh, and Hadley, they play the two guys who kind of are taken like... They're like hedging bets. <laughs> like, hey, mm-hmm. so who, you know, who picked... And if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably seen the meme, like, who picked coronavirus for, you know, March? Or, who you know, who picked murder bees for June kind of thing like that, where they just basically, they're taking bets to see who will guess the right selection. Um, 
a real chop job of explaining it there, but it just when you kind of you're going through it, and it, it feels just like a normal slasher esque movie, and then there's so much more to it, even to the fact where there's like some sort of entity that they try to sacrifice things to, or yeah, I mean it's very Evil Dead on steroids, like it's essentially they they're doing these experiments all over the world and they're different facilities controlling different locations everywhere mm-hmm. and yeah it does seem like they actually have to do this or yeah. else the world will end yeah it's an, okay good but nice. they also get some sort of sick pleasure out of it because like i said they're taking bets and yeah. putting it up on whiteboards like it's you know fantasy football kind of thing <laughs> yeah they're like this is kind of a real fucked up situation but let's make the best of it yeah, that's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> Your number two. My number two is one of my favorite movies that I think gets crapped on a bit too much as a whole, and that is Saw. Really? Um, it's That's kind of odd for me because, like, the way that I explain it, like, I mean, like, they're not perfect films, but, like... You try and make a franchise of eight plus movies and not have a few stinkers. Like, as much as I love Halloween, mm-hmm. like, let's be honest. Most of like, them you, are not very good. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I can find, I, I like them all for one reason or another. But, you know, a lot of these older movies, you know, the later Freddy's, some of the, you know, the later Hallow- uh, Friday the 13th. Like, yeah. I feel like the fact that they made all of these saw movies and they were decent minimum is an accomplishment in itself i agree but i mean it's it's because of all the torture porn that came out after the fact and because they released them so quickly i think it's just one of those franchises that's been tainted over the years i know anytime i say that i like the saw movies Mm -hmm. people go really (laughs) go yeah, yeah, because the story, you know, if you get past the gross stuff, the story is amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a good relatable story. Yeah, it's maybe it you would. It gets a little wacky towards the end, and they're like, you know, it's I'm gonna kill my accountant too because he's a dickhead. But yeah, I mean, there's some stretches, but I mean, like the the lengths that the uh, you know John's willing to go to to one send a message and then be like try to you know incite some change in the way that things are done like it's really kind of john q-esque yeah you know what and i mean I like john q john like, q's a great fucking movie <laughs> i love that movie i love yeah. it so much who thought that we would figure that out talking yeah. about horror twists but no john q i actually watched that when we went to um oregon last year and we stayed at the beach it was on TV, and I'm like, guess who's not going to the beach until this movie's over? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. If you haven't this seen guy. Saw or Seesawed, uh, essentially these two guys are locked in a really shitty, pun intended, bathroom and have to find a way out without killing themselves or each other. And the big twist is that the guy in the middle of the room who has supposedly been dead from shooting himself because he was poisoned the entire time is Uh alive and has been controlling the room and is the one who captured them in the first place. Hold on a sec. All right, I'll see you when you get back. I'm almost done. Huh? I know. Sorry, my wife Say what you want about the sequels, Mm -hmm. 
but that first film is amazing. It's great. It really is. And you like anybody who says they saw that coming. No, they didn't. Well, and that's the thing. Like I even because I at the time when this movie first came out, I wasn't watching horror movies. So I actually had someone tell me the ending because I didn't think I'd ever watch it. And oh. then eventually I watched it and I still was like, holy shit. I, yeah. I knew it was coming and I didn't see that coming. And mm-hmm. it was like, I fell in love with the franchise. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely not the worst one to fall in love with. That's for sure. Um, We've reviewed a lot worse. <laughs> okay. Hey, I was waiting for a <laughs> name drop or two. Um, all right. So my number two is Sleepaway Camp. So, um, Sleepaway Camp is, it's quite an adventure to kind of sit through. So, Sleepaway Camp came out the year I was born to kind of date myself a little bit. 1983. Um, Angela Baker, a shy, traumatized, uh, traumatized young girl, is sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival... Um, anyone with sinister or less than honorable um, intentions gets their comeuppance. So, like, it's it's actually a good movie. It's kind of uh, it has its moments. Like the the cook is kind of a you know perv. He's out there you know watching the kids. Definitely stuff you're not going to put in movies these days. But like, he gets his pretty brutally. Um, have you seen this one, Justin? No, not at all. No, um, I would definitely recommend watching it. You're because like this, even this twist, like everybody knows the face. Like Felissa Rose, like anytime, like she, like um, she does a lot of conventions. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems to be like a super sweet lady. It would be nice, you know, event like eventually get back out to these cons, and um, I'd like to try to meet some of these people. But, sure. like, everybody knows the iconic face that she makes in the movie. Um, this one right here. Oh, yeah. And so, right there at that scene, it turns out that Angela is not Angela. Angela is a boy. I think I've heard of this, yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those ones um, that I had heard as well before I actually watched the movie. I wasn't just sure. I wasn't sure how it was going to play out. Um, so it a flashback. It reveals that Angela is actually her brother. Um, I saw the thing right here. So Angela is actually her brother, Ricky or Bobby. Uh, Ricky Bobby. God damn. Um, a flashback reveals Angela is actually her brother, Peter, with the real Angela dying in a boating accident and Peter's aunt forcing him to become a girl. Sleepaway camp ends with the image of Angela's frozen face grunting in an animalistic way at the stunned counselors. So it's another one of those situations to where, um, and I've only seen it like once or twice. Like I definitely not enough to be able to wax about it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But like when it turns out, it you know, a lot of people end up getting real crazy and weird when uh, you have like these mother boy situations where mothers or female, you know, figures, 
prominent like mothers, aunts, whatever, generally tend to be either overbearing or forceful and stuff like that can really fuck with the psyche. I mean, right. don't get me wrong, dads could do it too, but like that's the situation of this. The aunt's like forcing him to act like a girl and he becomes a girl and it, it in the entire bit of the movie it's a girl yeah. Fel, you know Felissa Rose is playing Angela and then when right. you get to the very end and she's got that face and they do a pan back and you see Wiener and you're just like <laughs> big part oh, excuse <laughs> you know what I mean and so it it's a it's a crazy twist um I didn't I would like I wouldn't have I would never have guessed that was the case. Mm-hmm. But I knew about it beforehand, but it's still it's it's not definitely not something I think that you'd pick up on right away unless you're one of those people that just knows everything. Sure. <laughs> and sure. so uh your number 1. My number 1 is uh, one of my favorite movies ever. We've uh, talked about it a Maximum lot. Overdrive obviously and the big <laughs> twist is it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> you're like spoiler alert twist the twist is i enjoyed this Sucks. movie <laughs> no, and that'll that will never be a twist that uh, is a 2007's trick or treat oh how did we not see that one coming if you've been right. listening to the show for any length of time <laughs> you know justin's love for maximum overdrive mm-hmm. and you know his favorite's trick or treat yeah yeah mm. That's all there is to it. That's all there. Yeah, that's all there is to talk about. Justin would talk about this movie every October if he could. Yeah, and I will. <laughs> okay. uh, essentially, it's five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween, um, ranging from an everyday high school principal with a secret life as a serial killer, a college virgin might have just met the guy ever. I got the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. A woman who loathes the night has to contend with the holiday-obsessed husband, and a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick-or-treater. There are... Every story has its own twist, more or less. Mm-hmm. So, which, you know, I, I'm not going to cover them all, but just the fact that every single one has its own twist makes it worth it. But my favorite is the one that I think is the least... Uh, likely to pick up on it, which is Anna Paquin and her girlfriends are all werewolves. Yeah, that's a, a little less obvious. Yeah. I mean, once you've watched it and you watch it again, you go, mm-hmm. oh, all of these references are, and the fact that she's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood yeah. is 100% like, oh, you're werewolves. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, no, there's I. There's no way you can see it coming, and it's just amazing. I, I don't remember. If I had never seen Trick or Treat until we recorded, I don't no. remember. I don't think I had. Um, it's definitely one I watch every year now, for sure. I do enjoy it quite a bit. Um, there's something ab- I have a, f- a real soft spot in my heart for retro looking horror or retro anything. Like yeah. we talk about like a lot of the stuff that they're doing with like advertisements in the in the Marvel Disney shows. Mm-hmm. Um I like the old school um the Halloween costumes and all that in with like with the bus scene and all that. Like yeah. I even Hubie Halloween, say what you will about that movie, but I wanna live in that town. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it's just I'm a sucker for Halloween. Yeah. And it like 
Halloween, I don't, and maybe it's just because I'm getting older and tricks are for kids, but like Halloween is definitely not the same mm-hmm. as it was when you're younger, of course, like that, you know, I mean, the reverence is there, but it definitely like that sort of wonderment of being like, fuck, I can't wait to go. Like, obviously, you're not saying that in school, but you're like, man, I can't wait to go home and carve pumpkins and go trick or treating tonight. Like, everything's just so fast now and i it it makes me sad but like i'm a real sucker for halloween and a lot of it a lot of the things in this movie definitely caught that vibe for me and yeah. so that's All why it. it it'll have a special spot in my heart going you know through the years just because it captures a lot of that nostalgia from yeah. when i was younger well that's i mean the point of the movie is respecting the traditions of halloween i mean that's what sam's whole thing is is if you disrespect the holiday you're gonna pay for it and if you're a jerk i mean he's kind of a a spirit of vengeance in a way because he you know he hurts the people who have hurt others and aren't respectful or nice to others and (laughs) brian cox (laughs) yeah i mean brian cox um leslie bibb um Mm -hmm. Gets What's a fucking face? lollipop Dylan right Baker. to the mouth. Yeah. I mean, all the people who are jerks are dealt with in accordance. Like, Yep. You'll get your comeuppance, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a, that's a worthy number one. Um, just for the reasons I explained alone as well as everything that you added on top of that. Um, yeah. So my number one is going to be one of those where it's like, huh? Sure. You might get it, you might not. Um, but my number one twist ending is from the movie The Mist. Hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, so um, Stephen King's movie The Mist. The movie itself may not be that great. It's all right. I think the movie is essentially remembered for the ending. Yeah, 100%. It, the ending makes the movie, and yeah. there's like you look up, you know, the mist twist, if you will, yeah. that like why people are still not over this eight years later, and that was six years ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so if you haven't seen the mist, and I'm sorry, I'm doing my best with these timestamps, guys. Um, I can't promise they'll be a hundred percent spot on, especially after the editing process. But like, let's be honest, all these movies are old. At least 10 years, except for us. Yeah. And I know I got that one. So um, if you haven't seen The the Mist, you should watch it. Because like we said, the ending alone is worth it. So there's different articles that talk about it. And it says, you know, surrounded by the mist, it's obvious there's no escape. Because there's monsters, all sorts of shit that'll kill you. Um, so Thomas Jane's character, David Drayton, makes the ultimate sacrifice. He uses the bullets to kill his young son his young son, and the three other adults in his car, thus sparing them from an even worse death. But the reason why this ending is so bad is because with his wife dead and having just killed the four people, including his son, David screams in madness at the film as the film comes to a close. The ending of the movie left a lot of people sad because it shows what a human can do when put in dire situation and has to make peace with the choices they made. But the actual twist is he goes, you know, he kills his son. He kills the other three people in the car. He has no bullets left. 
And literally 30 seconds to a minute later, the mist doesn't clear, but the fucking cavalry shows up. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. armed forces, they're like, the army, whatever. Like, you literally just shot your son in the head, and if you would have waited one more minute... You would have been fine. He, he guys would have been fine. Or at like, least had a better chance. A be- yeah, a much better chance. Like, it's just, it's so fucked up that I could not imagine being put in a position where I felt that killing my child would be giving, would be a mercy for them. Only for that not to be the case minutes later. Yeah. Ah! It's (laughs) fucking ah! horrible. It's it's a great ending, but it's also just horrible. It is. Because of the reality of it. Yeah, that's what that's what gets it. Like, uh, and that's honestly why it is number one on my list, just because of the fact that like, just the weight that comes with that being like, how do you live knowing that you just killed your child and three other people to save them from a horrible death, only to be rescued? <laughs> like, ah, yeah, yeah I, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. That's why it's on there. Um. Other honorable mentions. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go into them. I did have um, Friday the Thirteenth on there because let's be honest, when that movie came out in 1980, I'm pretty sure people weren't thinking. You know what? I bet it's the mom. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a <laughs> this it's crazy a go- old lady that we don't see until the end of the movie. Right. It's definitely a decent twist. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, we shit. We actually went longer than I think that we planned on, but. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, it works, that... so with editing, it'll be a little shorter, but yeah. uh, we tried to make it worth your while this time. Yeah, felt good. Yeah. So without much further ado, have you finally decided what your next one will be? Yes, I have. I don't know what the bonus episode is going to be. It's summertime. It is and summertime. I'm going to push out, because I had a great ep- uh, episode and bonus episode lined up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? This will come out. This episode comes out late. The next episode will not. We're going to talk about what what year was it? 1974, 1975. We're going to talk about the classic, like summer Fourth of July original uh, horror blockbuster. Film. Yeah, the original blockbuster, 1975, Jaws. What? So if you listen to this episode, and God damn it, I hope you did. <laughs> I will threaten you as I'm pointing, pointing at the camera, looking at Justin in, in both his eyes at the same time. I did. What I did listen. I was here. I know. Time. I was there the whole time. I was putting in work. I swear. Um, if you guys have an idea of what you think a good companion episode would be for Jaws, I would love to hear it. Um, email us. I'll give you all the all the socials at the end. We're real easy to get a hold of. And real well, easy let's to talk to. Do that now. All right, so yeah, we definitely, we're going to cover Jaws next. Um, No better time like the present to cover. So we'll dive into that, then um, we'll come up with a bonus episode. Like I said, if you got an idea, shoot it in. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, We got a group and a page, uh, Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, I'll float the idea out through there as well. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. You can find us on the Slasher app at Pod and Gore Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore Pod. Um, yeah, let us know if you got an idea. I would love to hear it. Um, if you guys have any 
comments, you know, critiques, criticisms, suggestions, anything, just hit us up, let us know, um, share the podcast, you know, spread the word, um, like rate review, help us, um, kind of move up that discovery board there a little bit. Um, if you think that you got a friend or a family member that would like listening to us jibber jabber back and forth for an hour at a time, you know, put it out there. Let us know. Um, it's been a while since we've got a rating and a review. I've kind of been toying with the idea of doing some sort of merchandise related giveaway to incite some sort of interaction. So maybe if we put this out and you're listening at, you know, 40 minutes in, you know, you, you give us a review, you give us a rating, you know, you send us an email, you know, showing us that you did so, um, Maybe we'll, we you know we put you in for a drawing and send you a T-shirt or something like that. Um, yeah. We got shirts, we got stickers, we got other wacky stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. We need to post we, that link on our page again. Yeah, it's been a minute since we promoted anything. We we're, we've been toying with the idea of other ideas to put on shirts and other things because it's been a minute since the last one we came up with was our comic book logo. Um, Got a few ideas rattling around. We'll we'll think of those and put them out there. But yeah, we would definitely love to hear back from you guys, even if we have to bribe you. Yeah. I will do that. <laughs> but we will. Absolutely. So thanks again, guys, for hanging out with us. Um, we will see you in a week when we dive into those deep waters of Jaws. <sighs> I've been Brandon. And I've been Justin. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. You beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs>